Hey guys, this is Travis with Beyond Bipolar Blog. I'm here with my brother, Kyle. Can you say hello? Hello. Anyways, he's manning the camera. Today we're gonna do a special video. I already did like an MTV, MTV crib style like video, but today's such a nice day. Yesterday we hit record heat. Interestingly enough, it was 99 degrees out. It was in the 90s today, but it cooled off and it's really, really nice. Since uh, it's almost summer, or maybe it already is summer, I just want to show you the landscape of our house. I don't know if Kyle's able to get the whole picture, but this is the house Dad built in the 70s. He paid $10,000 for it, and it's appraised at $37,575,000. Anyways, I've lived here most of my life. I was born in 1987. For those that do not know me of my 190 plus subscribers as of now. My name is Travis Bayless. I'm 34 years old. I have bipolar disorder. I have been diagnosed with it for 13 years since 2008. My easy diagnosis was due to the fact that I had a manic reaction to a drug called Paxil and I've been bipolar ever since. Uh, to be honest, I've been struggling with mental health, ups and downs, valleys and risks throughout most of my life. Ironically, Back in 2009, I hung up a rope in here because I was contemplating suicide for the first time of my suicide attempt. That happened in 2009, and then I ended up in the hospital for my very first time, and I've had seven hospitalizations for the last 13-some years. Oddly enough, days go, days come by, days are good, days are bad, but at the same point, I was at my lowest here, and right now I'm at my, my best. Imagine yourself, a house like this. It could be the worst thing ever or the best thing ever. You just have to be at a different state of mind and all of it is about the energy you receive from where you are at, at your different type of perspective. For instance, back in 2014, I felt really lonely. It's different from feeling alone. I was very lonely in the house. My brother had a girlfriend and he wasn't around a lot. And ironically, my dad wasn't doing very well and he almost passed away from a pulmonary embolism in his lung. We found him almost dead and unconscious in the, the basement in the laundry room. So ironically, that hit me really hard in 2014. Though I was on medications at the time, I've tried like seven different antipsychotics, was off it for two, three years. I was on lithium for two or three years. And lo and behold, I was at my worst possible life. And right now I'm at my best because I got in the right medication. I've been through two partial hospitalizations, seven hospitalizations, several different therapists, a couple different psychiatrists here and there. And based on the energy that I'm giving, based on the energy that I'm receiving, giving off, receiving from friends, family support, just my overall activities in the house, things are doing a lot better than before. And what was once a dire situation in which I wanted to kill myself has now become a situation in which I'm pretty relieved to say that I'm lucky to be alive. So ironically, it doesn't matter what's physically on the outside, it just looks really nice today since the flowers are blooming, you can see roses over there. Uh, if you notice, I don't know what these are, I think there's some type of annuals, but they look like roses, I don't know if they're roses, they're just something. Not quite sure what they are, but they look really nice. These big flowers, purple and, and light pink. They look really nice, and you can see the roses there look really nice too, so 
It just looks really nice from a landscape perspective. I've never been, I've been a landscaper for two years, but I think this is one of the best time to actually show the landscape because it does look so nice. Uh, I don't know if Kyle's able to get a front view of the house, but it is two and a half bathrooms, two decks, actually three decks, a basement, uh, three bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, family room, living room, dining room, playroom, or the office room you consider. So like I said, I've been here all my life, pretty much since I was born in Jeonju, Seoul, not Jeonju, Jeolbukdo, South Korea. I've been here for 34 some years, 34 some years. And I know I look back and think, wow, I'm, I'm glad I'm still here. I'm glad I'm alive. I'm glad that I'm trying to make my life have a purpose in spite several times, even very instantaneously as yesterday, I was thinking life is just passing by and I have no, nothing to live for or not sure what I'm living for or what I really truly desire, things like that. But today I'm lucky to be alive. It's such a nice day that I figure I'd show you the house and give you some uh, mental health knowledge of myself and experience. So like I said, I lived here 34 years with my twin brother. I grew up here, part of three siblings, me, Kyle, and my sister, and dad and mom. My parents divorced in 2004, so they've been divorced for 13, 14 some years. I'm still in good cordial relationships with both, but I currently still live with my dad. So anyways, I'm glad I'm able to show you this on such a wonderful day because I do feel pretty good today. And I just want Kyle to show the landscape off the house. It's a really, really nice day out. So I figured I'd show Kyle the landscape. But anyways, let's get to the trees. I want to talk about the trees. So it wasn't until after high school where Kyle and I, these trees used to have skirts all the way to the bottom. They almost looked like where Kyle's behind. They didn't even, you couldn't even see under the, the the skirt to see the trunk but these we spent several years cutting the branches off here they're at least 12 to 15 feet above ground we used to have mulch down here but then we decided to let it grow out and let it grow out to have grass and we just planted a whole bunch of bushes over there maybe 15 to 20 different bushes along there the old ones got removed because they were dying and they were no longer any good is there anything you want to add regarding what about yesterday's video where you felt like not that great maybe you well should maybe i'm still explaining maybe i'm still experiencing bipolar symptoms where one day is good the other day is bad but you said you felt better after doing the interview i did feel better doing the interview aren't so. you glad you actually put yourself to do something yeah sometimes it is better to get out isn't and that just the isn't that the something. lesson yeah there is a lesson to it because i felt pretty motivated today after that incident and maybe a week two weeks of just being listless and not willing to do anything. So what's your opinion on, on not feeling motivated and the person that, that wanted to talk to us, J.R. Vega, about the, so you, what did you end up doing today? You felt creatively fine working on your video? Yeah, I woke up, went to Sam's Club with dad, maybe took two hours, went on my computer, did a video on uh, poverty and like basically the video was showing Indonesia's mental health population and there's like 18,000 some people that are literally chained 
to a chain because they're mentally ill. They have these family members that lock them in their sheds and then force them to live there. Malnourished, drinking, eating, pissing, shitting, basically in a small 12 by 12 area. And that can be really hell. I've already did a reaction video to that, so that's what I did today. But I just want to say this, guys. It doesn't matter where you're at in life. You can live in the worst, shittiest house on the shittiest day. And look here. Does this look shitty? Well, it has nothing to do with what's on the physical outside. If you are mentally feeling like crap, it's going to make your whole outside world look like crap. Kind of like the law of attraction. If you feel good, you want to see the good things. But if you feel bad, you see the bad things. And back in 2014, I was feeling really bad just because I felt lonely and I didn't have anyone to rely on. And the people I did rely on, I didn't really care for. And I was on the right medication. So it's just weird. My situation has not changed. So when you think about those people in India and Indonesia where they're have to work, they have to work 24-7, yet they're happy. Is there always something to be grateful for, regardless? No, that's As actually what I listened in the to first world, That's actually what I listened to That we're very privileged. For someone has mental illness in the United States, it's going to be way different if you're in a third world country where spirituality and demons and possessions are taken to a next serious level. They literally lock you up and hold you in a cell, malnourish you, do not pay attention to you, starve you, neglect you, things like that. So you should at least be grateful if you're in the United States. You should at least try to be grateful that there's going to be other people that are in worse situations, worse circumstances than you. So in reality, life is really not as bad as you make it seem to be. And like I said in previous videos, many anti-adopters are against their adoptive parents, maybe perhaps they didn't have the best relationship with them, maybe they were sexually abused, physically, emotionally abused, just neglected, and they were double standard neglected with their biological family, not only being thrown out once, but thrown out twice for not being able to reach out to them. What's your opinion on, on me finding a second shift that making more money than I did at Best Buy, 1650 at Walmart? Would you be willing to do it? I don't know, every therapist I've talked to said did not work full time, so that's my honest opinion. So I don't, I, it's an eight hour shift, nine hour, it's an eight hour shift, maybe an hour work break or even nine hours, but it's paying 650 at Walmart, that's more than all these. 1650. So Kyle has plans to maybe do that for his life and then maybe do whatever he wants in the end, but. I don't know, is there anything else in particular you want to do for this video? Compared to yesterday's video, it's a huge contrast from today. Well, does that make you believe that I do have bipolar disorder or... Oh, I just think just normal just people just have always bad days and good days. Yeah, that's true. Why you always label it? Well, you know, it wasn't as extreme as in the past, like highs and lows, but I do get, I do get my hopeless days, my hopeful days and things like that and just... Now we, Kyle and I should be very proud of the landscape we're here because we literally cut out 12 to 15 feet above ground, these branches, and 
Now you can literally see grass under them, and there's maybe 30 different trees. I will say, I think the outside looks way better than the inside. Yeah, you can say the inside. My dad's looks like kind shit, of a. But it's a mess. It's chaotic. It's 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 kind of dreary for people with agoraphobia, agoraphobia or whatever they call it, or goryphobia. I don't know. So is there anything else you want to add to make this video more impactful or how you've been the last day too? Or what well, I've been pretty busy. I worked on my computer video, oddly. And I think we also us going to the gym or just doing exercise seven days a week gives me enough home because it changes the, the, life, the life set, the lifestyle. We've been going to the gym later during the day, which I think helped me because I can get stuff done and then eat and then go to the gym and then work again on stuff because I'm always just going to do video edits regardless in the end. So. Do you have any, do you have anything you want to add regarding the place you live? Does that determine whether you live a good or bad life? The reality is money doesn't always equal happiness, but it does help to an extent. No but matter you, how bad things are, it's important to be grateful and my brother and I have been blessed because of our dad and our family for allowing but us don't to you stay don't here. you but don't you agree that this place used to give you hell and not not pleasure it gave you pain not pleasure some it's the same sometimes place, but i think that doesn't matter where you're at sometimes it's all internal it doesn't matter externally now that's a really good analogy because just because you have a it nice doesn't house, matter where you go you can't run from your problems and a lot of it's all within the mind it has nothing to do with the external I just, I just wanted to show you guys. It looks really nice, but there were times in which I literally hung up a rope in the gazebo because I wanted to commit suicide. And really, the landscape really never really changed. It's just I've learned to appreciate it more because I am at a state of mind where I'm doing pretty well. We worked very hard on it. It was at least a 12-year, 10-year, uh, maybe 13. 13-year 13 13-year progress to work on my mental health. And with those trees, it took a long time. We, it, it, it used to look like all, all the way down with the skirts and had all that weed, so we, we did it all. And it looks really nice. I don't know, I think it's ironic, because you think living in a bigger house would actually make you feel happier, but that's not true. You think being well-adjusted and with your family will lead you a better life, but that's not true. I've, I've been miserable, literally, and I wanted to commit suicide several times, and the medication made things worse, and I've been on 30 different medications. I still couldn't find the right one. I'm still trying to work on things. So it's a lot of work to work on your mental health. It's, it's a journey. It's not like a, a day event thing. It's a long journey, a long experience, and. You have to realize that it takes patience, but you gotta realize that it also takes pride. You gotta, you gotta take pride in yourself if you wanna be confident in your life. You can't simply just throw in the towel and give up. The, and... the best advice that we got yesterday for interviewing someone, a cad named Rebecca, she says that the advice she would give to people is just be kind to yourself, forgive yourself, and forgive everyone else. And, and she also said something along the lines when it came to people with addiction which was pretty much relayed what I've already said. We knew several people with addictions, like drug addiction, alcohol addiction, and bulimia, and anorexia, and things like that, but 
the one thing for the people that have learned to change their life around and stop those things, those bad behaviors, those bad habits, was the fact that they took their own responsibility and people can't make that determination for you. They can try to tell you to do certain things, but it's you yourself that has to be willing to change. Anyways, I'm trying to get a decent sunset. I don't know if we're gonna get it, but it's, it looks like it's already about setting, so I don't know if we're able to get anything. Oh, we'll just keep walking. I'm gonna do some B-roll. And that's it. All right, you guys have a good one. Thanks for subscribing and liking and following all our content. Uh, yes, we have some bad days, but we also still want to show the good days as well because in the end, we want to show what's real, but you also have to be hopeful. And, and we all wish you please, peace, blessings. Actually, to talk about, there's this guy. Uh, he was a... Uh, a monk he said the number one uh thing that he recommends for people is to not force yourself to be someone that you aren't you aren't uh in the end he was an introvert and he was very sensitive and he just wasn't a party extrovert like some others and he always felt bad about it and his therapist instead of accepting who he is she tried to offer advice and sometimes it's all you need to do is just accept who you are accept what things are and things will end up looking towards your way when hopefully the most important part isn't money isn't looks isn't isn't materialism isn't relationships it's just inner peace and the true self-love with yourself and finding that peace so now he became a monk and he and he helps a lot of people with trauma and he found where he was at and we hope you do too and we're still following this journey too as well and we thank you for joining us today Anyways, I, I, I kind of want to take this long another 10 more minutes because the sun sets right over there and I think we're about to hit it. I don't know if it's going to be good, but it doesn't look like it's going to be spectacular since there's no clouds and it's sunny. Is there any other things you can say about the weather determining how good a sunset is? Usually with the weather, it depends on the humidity. One, it's not as humid today, but and there are some clouds, but you need to have the clouds really low. It's almost like a a lottery system uh, you can't always get the best sunset unfortunately on Friday it was really really good and I and as I regret not bringing out my camera like we did today because we missed out on some really excellent beautiful sunsets and basically you can't have it has to be a dry day out the clouds have to be low and usually after a, a rain it seems like the the sunsets are the best and this is just all based on my personal experiences from uh, been doing this type of video work for so long. Well, I don't think the viewers really know about your medical journey or your mental health journey. Why don't you explain some of it? We're gonna just switch the camera quick. Double, double tap the thing. What thing? the front. Hey guys, my name is Kyle and I just wanted to discuss a little bit about my mental health journey. One, I feel like I'm in a pretty good state of my mind because a lot of people, being a twin, it affects me and it used to be really hard on me. And usually how I would react, I would get pretty angry. 
when he would get ill. And I realized that sometimes you can't control it. Sometimes, especially when you're suicidal, like I was like, like a month ago, you really can't exactly control it. You just have to accept it. It's not just a click in the mind. It's more about just like taking it and trying to, and just sleep on it and usually things will be better. My mental health journey is that I started in 2008 and I was pretty depressed. And I, like I said, I switched, I switched uh, majors several times and I was a little down about it that I couldn't stick with anything. So I reached out to my mom and I had a video on this explaining it that I reached out to my, uh, uh, my uh, teacher, my professor in University of Wisconsin River Falls saying that I had depression. I felt like I had paranoia. I used to be really paranoid that I felt like I didn't have a lot of sleep and I was always worried about what people think about me. And for some reason, I feel like after a relationship and after suffering through that, I just kind of just don't care now. I, I'm more truer to myself. Uh, I take life with more of a fist, less of a like, like, a, like fear. You really can't be afraid. You kind of just have to, you can't give in to fear because if you give in to fear, you can't really reach the, the height of, of your, your greatness, really. So people shouldn't dictate of uh, people or other more so these thoughts of what other people think of you should not dictate who you view yourself. In the end, it's, it's doesn't matter what your parents think, your friends think, it's about how you feel internally and how you feel good internally. So because of that, I used to be uh, diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder, which is a bipolar schizophrenic type illness. But now I, I don't know if I really enjoy these labels as much because I feel like as an adult, and as a young person back then, I didn't really know myself. And that's a scary thing. It's like you're, you're free falling and you don't know where you're gonna land. One, you, don't, you never were in a relationship with someone. You gotta figure out what you need to do with your life. It's, it's a really scary and, and uh, difficult time. And the only advice I could think is the only way to deal with it is just, you just gotta just take the first step sometimes and not be afraid even if you have to fall, and I certainly fell pretty hard. Uh, I dated someone who I probably, I don't know if I really, it, 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 the love turned into, unfortunately, hate, and it, bring, it gave me a lot of pain, whether it's adoptive issues or not. I, 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 I do think about her sometimes, and I don't think I want to be with her, but the fact is it still haunts me because I kind of wish I knew better. One, to me, I feel like love is a fairy tale. It, it's just like Disney fed. I don't, don't want to call it lies, but in the end, if you want to hold a relationship, it's about responsibility. And if you can't hold the responsibility, uh, it's, it's tricky because you got to get a job. You got to not just support yourself, but the other person. So that kind of came to fruition. And after I just broke it off, I had to because I had a learn how to live without her and I did that and I survived being an adopted person I survived and as much as it still gives me some pain sometimes I, I feel like I, I made the best choice for myself so 
I think that's just really all it of what I'm doing now. And I really thought I was just gonna not be amount to anything because I didn't think I could hold a job. I didn't think I could do anything until I found, randomly found this job at a test scoring gig and lo and behold, it fit my sleep schedule between, I'm more of a nooner to uh, nooner or, or midnight type person. And I realized that just because a job like Wells Fargo where I kind of went homeless and I went crazy, the, my girlfriend ha had to call me and I was really stressed out. I basically ran away from the van with the, taking my dad's van at this Cub parking lot and my parents called me uh, called me as well and the, the cop came and get, got me. And speaking of all cop brutality, I, I, because of this experience I had, he was actually pretty nice. He was actually very understanding. He never threw the gun on me. He never did anything that was unnecessary. So we had good experiences with that. But yeah, sometimes you just have to fall and you can't be afraid. You just gotta take that, that, that leap sometimes. And even still now, I struggle to take that leap. I don't, I, I'm still waiting for that second shift job. And I admit, I was really nervous because I felt like I had to find that first shift that really did not fit my, my, uh, my schedule. You only have seven, six percent. So you don't not want to, you don't want the sun in there or? we can go I have a battery with so it doesn't matter so I have a I found a job that fits my my schedule and because of that I found a something that fit me and I just want to let people know just because you think that one path you're so, supposed to be in that one path doesn't mean you have to be there's other options like with my test scoring gig and I found a a, a, a good uh, computer gig that fit me as well so Right now, I, I'm not as a state of question. Now I'm just continuing my video stuff and I found that mojo on this weekend and we're gonna be doing more, the lifestyle we're doing is we're doing exercise and going to the gym, going out, making videos. It's still my passion and I just released a piano video and I'm happy with that. So the video, the camera's gonna end the battery. So I think we can just end it there. Don't give up. You don't uh, want the sun in there now though? Well, take the leap of faith. Uh, don't be afraid and you'll see something beautiful like here. Unfortunately, like life, it doesn't have it doesn't always happen the way you want and we don't really get that awesome sunset that we want, but we'll just get what we can get. A good walk is a good walk. You wanna pause it and put a battery in or Try to get all in one shot. You don't have to get me, you can just get the B roll. Yeah, the sun's not that great. What's the battery at? 4%? Oh. We're almost there. We're almost past the trees. We we're going to go to the beach and do some B-roll.
The wind, I like the wind. It's probably my favorite element. Especially when you're at the beach, at the shore. It's relaxing. You can see the sun popping out. Is it gonna be a good one? Doesn't look like it. You can't predict your days, you can't predict your moods, you can just make an estimate. Yeah, it doesn't look that great. I wonder if we should stay here until it sets off or turns off then. Yeah. Let's change the battery though. I'll I'll change the battery. It's gonna run out. Anyways, guys, this is Travis and Kyle Bailett signing off with Beyond My Polar Blog. Please like, comment, subscribe, and hit the bell button if you want to see more reaction, motivational, mental health videos. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.